I'm always a Sorry, what, what, no, Max. Max, what's up? What's uh, up? No, what's up, sorry, Max? <laughs> sorry, I was just gonna be like, I always feel like I'm a reporter because I'm always having the handheld things. So sorry, my bad. No. I'm already a terrible guest. So you, you, go, <laughs> you go, you go. My bad. <laughs> what's up, everyone? Welcome to the ongoing comic book discussion podcast. I'm your host, Mary Tess, a.k.a. Tess. You can call me Mary Tess, you can call me Tess, just don't call me Mary and don't call me late for dinner. I'll be your host on this here podcast. Whether you are new here, old here, or got lost and wound up here, welcome. This podcast reviews and explores the fabulous realm of all things comic books. I myself am a fairly new reader to the comic book world, so all levels of comic book fandom are welcome here, baby. Quick, 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 quick disclaimer. I've never had to do this before, and I never want to do it again. I just want to say this. I do not claim to be a comic book expert, nor do any of the guest co-hosts. So anything we hear on the show is based on our own opinions, our own research, our own understanding of the comic book subject at hand. So in short, don't at me. Thanks. With that said, let's jump right into it because I'm ready to have some fun today. Woo! Today's guest has appeared on OCD quite a few times. He is one of three of my podcast cousins from the Ready to Retro podcast. He is the marvelous Max. What's up, Max? Hey, thanks, Tess. And thank you for that disclaimer because definitely need it on this side of the mic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what did you just say to me? You're like, look, I'm no expert. Let's I, do this. <laughs> my knowledge of Loki is very little and very slim. So... As far as being a guest for this, you know, podcast, I, I think I'm qualified. No, no you're not, fine. not at all. But, you know, I don't care because, you know, we're, yeah. we're friends and we're podcast cousins. So who cares? Whatever. This is family, <laughs> dude. This is this is family time. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, OK, but you like Loki, you know, Loki a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. OK. Yeah. I, I would say like my. I wouldn't even say expertise. What I like spider-man x-men and then those are like my core books and then outside of that as far as marvel goes like i'll do avengers you know black panther i don't read thor or loki or anything i just haven't got into that so Mm -hmm. um but yeah i mean being alive in 2021 like who isn't watching loki and who isn't enjoying it so I guess being a human being right now yeah. in 2021, you're qualified to talk about Loki. <laughs> oh, yeah, 100%. And I feel like every human being has Disney+. Plus. And, like, if you've yes. pressed play and watched even the first five minutes of Loki, you're qualified to talk about Loki for that five minutes. Okay? I think so, too. <laughs> no, it's all good, dude. Um, so, okay, so the reason why you specifically are on this show is because I was just trying to put feelers out there who wanted to be on some future Marvel episodes. And I was like, oh, Max, duh, he's got to come on OCD. And I said, hey, Max, out of these, which ones are you the most excited about? And you came back and said, Loki. And I was like, yes. So you are excited about it. Yeah, totally. Yes. It's it's been awesome. Like, who isn't enjoying these MCU TV shows? And I'll just say, it feels great to be on OCD. Like, to be back. And this is like, you know, it's awesome to see Tess. Thanks, dude. Thanks. Um, well, my friend, are you ready to jump right into this Loki series? Let's like, do it. I'm so stoked. Let's I'm do it. I'm so stoked. Um, okay, so show info. This is what it says on Disney+. Plus. It says, details. In Marvel Studios' Loki, the... 
Okay, right here we go. Mercurial villain. I don't know. Played by Tom Hiddlesticks. Just kidding. Hiddleston. <laughs> Hiddlestone. Uh, resumes his role as the god of mischief in a new series that takes place after the event of Avengers Endgame. Kate Heron, Heron uh, directs and Michael Wardren is the head writer. Do you know any of those names? I don't. I'll be straight up. I do not. <laughs> That's okay. Do, you know Tom... I just—I mean, I know Tom Hiddlesticks. That's about exactly. It. That's it. I actually yeah. have a Tom Hiddleston story. <gasps> go. Yes. Okay. So I've never met the guy or anything like that, but I Boo. did go to the El Capitan when uh, Thor Dark what elves would no the elves one oh. right Dark World yes yes Dark okay. World yeah I I didn't like the movie so uh, anyway so I went there to the either. El Capitan they showed the first Thor movie they showed uh, Avengers and then they showed this one. It was crazy because, oh, let me give a little context. So the El Capitan is like Disney's theater in Hollywood. Mm -hmm. All right. So Stan Lee comes out and he (gasps) talks about, you know, how awesome Thor is and how, you know, he's like writing the characters and all this stuff. And like Stan Lee, he's like, you think I'm great? Wait till the next guest. Right. And everyone's like, oh, is it Tom Hiddleston? Like everyone's like, oh, Tom Hiddleston. So then and then another person came out. I forgot who it was it was like a producer of the movie or whatever they're like wait till the next guest just oh my wait. god so like <laughs> so right <laughs> before the movie dark world um the actress i blank it on her name lady sif comes out right and uh-huh. you just hear like the like <laughs> just oh like everybody <laughs> thought it was like gonna be you know hemsworth it was gonna be yeah. natalie portman everyone was hoping it was tom hiddleston and it was the actress who played lady sif and everyone's like oh like because um, if if like <laughs> no disrespect but yeah. like if stan lee says oh yep. you think i'm great right yeah so like your bar is pretty high <laughs> so that's my you know they tom hiddleston it. story that didn't really happen but, so know. that is the story of how Max <laughs> almost saw Tom in my uh, yeah in my imagination I saw him. So I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so this one but time I felt bad. I felt bad because everyone was like yeah. did boo, but it was like very disappointed. It was very oh. obvious too. It was like oh. Yeah. <laughs> They talked it up way too much. Yeah. And you got to see Stan Lee, though. Hello. That's that was amazing. amazing. No, honestly, that was amazing. And I regret being at the L.A. comic convention during the mm-hmm. time and not seeing him and meeting him. I always thought mm-hmm. I was going to have an opportunity. I was like, oh, he's here every year. And then he stopped. So oh, yeah. I never got to meet him. But I did see him in that setting, which was awesome. It was amazing. Well, he's alive in all these comics. It's almost like he didn't die. Yeah, you know what true. I mean? Too Totally true. Yeah. That guy. Um, okay, so I did this. This part is special because you're from Ready to Retro. Okay. And shout out, shout out to my girl, Chels. Yes. She has Chels's cool cast. Yes. I've, I've got a ter- Tess's terrific talent today. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> I like that. Uh, love you, Chels. Okay. So, all right. Obviously, Loki is Tom Hiddleston. Um, and then Mobius is Owen Wilson. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Love Owen Wilson. Everybody's waiting for him to be like, wow. Just one wow. <laughs> you know what's funny is I got um, flashbacks from uh, Midnight in Paris. Have you seen that movie? Yeah, it's so sweet. Yeah. Great movie, right? When he was like in episode one, when he was like, you know, back in like France and stuff. I was like, hey, it's Midnight in Paris. Yeah. You know. <laughs> hey. 
we're midnight in Paris because it's all a dream. He's exactly. in a dreamy state mm. in that one. Whoa, he's good at that. Hey, Tom Hiddleston's dreamy as well. So. He is so dreamy. Oh, my gosh. Especially <laughs> this episode two, the pop collar, like the whole time. I was like, <laughs> hello. What's up? He was great. But he was great. He was great. So he dramatic. Is. He's such a Scorpio. Oh, my God. He's such a Scorpio. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. I'm a Scorpio. No. But okay. No. It takes yeah. one to know one, I guess. Yeah, I was like, oh my God, <laughs> your birthday is right around Halloween. I know it is. You know what's <laughs> interesting about Owen Wilson's um, character, Mobius, because it's Morbius, which is a vampire <gasps> oh, from right. okay. the Spider-Man universe, right? So Ooh, they keep on okay. saying Mobius, and I'm like, why is it so close? Why is it so close to Morbius? Because I'm yeah. actually excited for that movie. Yes. Yeah. Yes. In, okay. in December, it's coming on, right? Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm down for like a you know, superhero vampire movie, super down. Oh, hell yeah. That would be yeah. so cool. Wow, yes. And they're redoing Blade. Yes. That's going to happen all over yes. again. We've reviewed that here before. Um, I'm interested in that. Oh, my gosh. Cannot wait. Absolutely. Some good stuff. Yeah. It's really great to be a comic reader in 2021. For real. Yep. Or a comic viewer at this point. But, yep. um, okay, so let's move along. So right. we've got Ravona Renslayer, who's played by Gugu Mabath-Ra. And she's, I have, I have predictions about her, Max. Mm. I've got, I've got some sneaking suspicions, suspicions. I'm suspicious. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then the main Minutemen or Minute Women, if you will, is Hunter B-15 played by Wunmi Mosaku. Mm -hmm. And she is amazing. The, you know, like the bigger, broader woman. And she's just so like powerful. I love her in this. Every time she's on screen, I'm like, tell him. Tell him. He's awful. <laughs> Tell him. Yeah, she takes no nonsense, you know? Yeah, zero no percent. Yeah. And then Sophia DiMartino, who is playing the variant, right? That's that's what she's actually titled as, and she's right. like the AKA Lady Loki, maybe? Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. Um, and then just two more that I wanted to point out is... Miss Minutes is voiced by the incredible Tara Strong. If you know Tommy Pickles, if you know, God, what a Fairly Odd Parents, I think. She does all those voices. I think it's Fairly Odd Parents. I know for sure it's Tommy Pickles. Yep. Uh, you'll, you'll know Miss Minutes. You'll know Miss Tara Strong. Um, and then lastly, Hunter C20, who is in episode two and gets kidnapped by the variant in the beginning. Her... She is played by Sasha Lane, and I'm pointing her out because I recently watched her in a movie called um, American Honey with Shia LaBeouf. Have you ever mm. heard of that? I have. I have not seen it, though. It's good. It's almost four hours long. Wow. But it's like, yeah, it's worth it. It's okay. so good. And I always thought she was good, and I saw her in this. I was like, oh, it's that girl from that. <laughs> so it's good. <laughs> That's awesome. I actually like and, uh, Eugene Cordero in this. Casey? Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Do you know him in other things, or do you just know him from this? I well, I recognize him. He's he was in the uh, King Kong movie, the Skull Island, but okay. he's also in the. It's an indie movie. Have you seen the Kings of Summer? No. What's that about? It's like in from it like 2012, 2013. It's basically like this generation's Stand by Me. Oh, dope! I don't know. Like Nick Offerman's in it, and like um, a kid, Nick Robinson. Mm-hmm. He's in a lot of stuff now. Uh, I don't know. It's good. It's good. And he's in that. So, uh, And I just think Casey's funny, and it's a great uh, comedic role that Eugene Cordero's playing. He's hilarious. He's like, every time he's on screen, you know something funny's about to happen. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, I'm going to add in some production because I love people who work in production. I respect them. And I think that it takes more than just the actors to put on a great show. Absolutely. Uh, it takes a lot of people, a lot of people down to the person who gets coffee and fuels the, the crew with caffeine, man. Everybody matters on that crew. Um, so Kate Haran, who di- who um, directs this, she's I she's done a couple things. Why didn't I write that down? I usually write that down. I'm t- whoops. She's been in a couple things. I think she's great. I think her directing is awesome. You can tell. I don't know if you could tell, Max, but like you can tell when it's directed by a woman, or mm-hmm. at least I feel like I can. Do you, mm-hmm. Did you get that vibe a little bit? Um... Yes, and I can understand why with, again, Tom Hiddleston being in mm-hmm. it. I mean, come on. No. Uh, she's in that, <laughs> she, <laughs> no, she she's one of those, like, young directors that I hear her name being brought up a lot. So, um, yeah, I, I think this is, I mean, this is huge. She's, she's not that old, I don't think. I mean, she's a relatively no. new uh, director, so the, the fact that she's been trusted with this series is, is a a high compliment. Let's just say. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah. Hell yeah. I think she did great. And then Michael Waldron is the head writer, and he has done a lot of stuff. He is um, one of the producers on Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty, mm-hmm. to say for one. <laughs> Hello, that's a little successful. <laughs> you, you say Rick and Morty, I just, I just automatically start laughing because that show is it's funny. It is bonkers. It is, it is crazy. <laughs> I think I watched the like pickle rick episode with my dad it's funny because i'll just like put on some stuff for my dad to watch like we were watching workaholics he loves that and That's i was crazy. like you like workaholics let's try rick and morty and yes. he was like this is too much like it was too, it was too crazy it was that was the line oh my gosh <laughs> rick okay. and Morty's like well but let's be real like rick and morty isn't for everybody but it's freaking mm-hmm. hilarious it is pretty it's funny i used yeah. to not i'm a lot more lax relax with my humor nowadays in comedy so it's not like it has to be like perfect but right. in, like i watched this so long ago when i was like ugh, what is this is people like you know i was kind of like yeah. that so i should probably go back and watch it because i think that now i would find it hilarious okay. yeah it's funny <laughs> it's funny um and then one more person two more people i want to point out that's in the crew um the director of the photography the dp is autumn Gerald arkapa i think she does and amaze all these angles like just the way she allows like the set design and the lighting to like take up her camera lens and he just i just think she picks the most perfect spots on each of these actors she knows where everybody's like good side is you know she knows where people are strong i think she just does an amazing job i was like who is the dp on this yeah it's very stylistic and you know when you got a specific style that cinematography has to come in like strong like you have to nail it or else it just looks campy so yeah no it, even in looking at some of her movies and and just looking at um you know her body of work it's like very stylized it's very great stuff you know like yeah. teen spirit i don't know if you saw that but that was that was, a, that was like lit really well and it's it's a cool movie teen spirit is that what you yeah. said yeah i've never heard of it it's just the nirvana song yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh l fanning dakota oh fanning i love her yeah. she's great she's great too oh um and then one last person which i got such a kick out of the music is by this this lady named natalie holt mm. fun fact she protested on britain's got talent and threw eggs at simon cow on during a live show because of what he's done to the music industry 
Whoa. Yeah. So she was in the audience? No, she was one of the talent. And she, like, I, I guess she finished her act or maybe she was mid-act. But somebody else was definitely on stage. And she comes up from backstage and starts throwing eggs at Simon Cowell. Yo, how did I not hear about that? That's crazy. I That's know. awesome. It's, yeah, the video is real quick because they pull her off really fast. But like, <laughs> and the people behind her are still singing. They're like, whoa, that's insane. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. I was like, yes. Yeah, <laughs> this is a strong team and it's led by women. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, for real. Great stuff. Great stuff. Um, okay, so Max, so this is yes. kind of how it have it. Like, I think we should go, and you just tell me if we think we, sh- we should go another direction. So okay. I'm thinking. Okay, so I have predictions through throughout the episodes, right? Okay. Um, I and thank you to everybody out there who responded to my mm-hmm. Instagram and a few of you text me personally because you guys know me personally and you sent me some. I've written them all down. We're gonna read all of them, but I'm I'm gonna read everybody's predictions for the show at the very end so that we have all of our clues and talks from the episodes, and then you know what I mean. Then we make our final like, what do we think episode the next episode is gonna be about? Right. And I think right. it's worth saying that as the time of this episode is being recorded, there's only been two episodes. Right. So. I'm actually, yeah. I'm going to yeah. release it this Tuesday okay. instead of Wednesday so that, you know, you listen and hear our predictions if you want, whatever, and then you watch it on Wednesday. Bow, bow, bow. Okay. Let's see how psychic Max and I are. Are. <laughs> I'm shaking my head. No, I'm not. <laughs> not very psychic. I'd be rich if I were. <laughs> right? You'd be, uh, you'd be, what is his name? Biff? Yeah. Biff oh, moments? yes. Well, you go know, back and back, get the almanac. Time, but yeah, yeah, yeah. He cheated, but yeah, yeah you know. <laughs> yeah. He, he cheated. That guy. Freaking Biff. Love him. Um, okay. So, episode one, Max. We are in New York in 2012. And we see Loki with the Avengers in movie Avengers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they're at the top of Stark Tower and they get Loki in handcuffs and they put a little mouth muzzle on him because he won't stop talking. And they go down the stairs and then all of a sudden we're half in Avengers, half in Endgame. We're basically watching Endgame for this right. version because if it wasn't for Endgame, this wouldn't have happened. Mm-hmm. And so uh, they're going, Hulk gets mad. <laughs> Uh, Iron Man goes downstairs. He is going to like switch out something because he's, you know, disguised as somebody or whatever. He um, opens up the case, the the Tesseract case due to a kick of the case. It's a whole situation. Uh, Loki grabs the Tesseract and and then that is where they've left us off. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's as far as we know. Right. Yeah. I know. It's (laughs) it's crazy because when you watch Endgame. And at this point, it was like things were just announced, but nothing was really in production yet, right? Because I mm-hmm. felt like at the time that Endgame came out, like all the shows and Disney Plus wasn't even out, I don't think, yet at that point. So it was no. just like it was all just in the future. And then you're starting to like pick up little things that they establish, especially with like, you know, Winter Soldier and Falcon and with. Uh, WandaVision and stuff like that. So uh, it's cool that you see Loki, you know. It, it's cool. It's, I, I don't think I've ever seen that where you see one movie, another yeah. movie, and then a TV show. Yeah. Like without it looking really dated or, you know. Because there's, yes. there's certain, like, uh, I just saw A Quiet Place, right? Yep. And mm-hmm. A Quiet Place 1 and A Quiet Place 2 
are supposed to be like back to back. But okay. like the kids age so much and you just kind of go with it. But yeah. Like you could tell, all right, these kids are older now in this second movie. Whereas in this movie, it just, the transitions are seamless, you know? And yeah. that's like what? Almost 10 years. Dude, Avengers came out right. in, in, in uh, 2012. So I don't know, just as far as an editing perspective and storytelling, I thought just the beginning was cool. I was, yeah, I was, was geeking out on that. It was super cool. And, you know, now that you bring that up, it's like the actors have to remember their character's storyline from that time. You know, there's not Endgame. There's not Ragnarok. There's not right. Dark World. Blah, 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 blah. It is the Loki in that sliver of time and what he learned. Obviously, he became more humble as he went and he died, mm -hmm. but not he doesn't know all that yet. Right. Uh, so it's like taking that slice from this timeline and, and opening that back up. Like, I'm sure that was difficult for him but he's just he's just so amazing at being loki <laughs> yeah i know it he was made for this for this role absolutely yeah. so then uh loki gets in i think it's mongolia i didn't write that down but it's in the desert and mm -hmm. he meets the locals for a second and he's like and they're like what what never mind because these these minutemen we are introduced to the minutemen and, and women um and that come out and not in <laughs> minute non-binaries as well um they come out <laughs> and they are um they're you know loki's like what well, you know wtf but also like this isn't weird because i'm used to magic and shit so what the right. fuck's going on and uh they're like they put this collar on him and then all of a sudden he slows down time and, you know, you start to realize cool. the different, uh, like, how time works differently. Just, like, instantly you're like, oh, crap. Like, wh how, how what, what else? You know, you're already, like, I, you're introduced to this whole other world for, like, a second. And the fact that they can warp time, you're like, okay, where are we going? Pretty amazing. For sure. Like, for me, any, like, this is just going to reveal my age and, and when I grew up. But, like, anytime I see, like, slow-mo <laughs> or things like that, I always think of Clock Stoppers. Do you remember that that movie? Uh, is that the kids' movie with the kids? With, no. the, with the watch? And, and he would, like, yes! speed things up, slow things down, you know. Yeah. And it's always, like, that slow-mo. And that's just always my reference. <laughs> that and when i got older like click and stuff but like it, yes <laughs> it was awesome like as as loki was getting you know i think he gets punched or kicked and there's the slow motion and mm -hmm. um you know the the minutemen they're just chilling and talking and he's still getting punched so it, it that's a lot of power that is a lot of power and like right off the bat you see that loki is no longer like the top tier villain that we're used to seeing. Yeah. 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 You're like, whoa, nobody can usually control that guy and they got him. Yeah. Right off the yeah. bat. Right off the bat. And then we see like this lantern thing that kind of lights up the place. They obviously don't explain what that what is. And later on we learn that's something how they set back the time back to the timeline. Then he goes into the time variant place. Okay. What did you what vibes did you get when you first saw this like TVA facility? Dude to be honest, like, the first episode, I was, like, I don't know. I didn't know how to feel because I just didn't have many expectations. And then okay. when I saw the feel, like, uh, immediately I got, like, 60s espionage, like, 60s kind of sci-fi yeah. stuff. Um, I started reading, what is it, Into the Silent Planet by C.S. Lewis. And Ooh, that is okay. a sci-fi around the same era that I think... Loki's trying to emulate 
I think that was like 1967, but I'm getting this like 60s, almost like B-movie vibes Yeah, like, in, in every aspect. Because even like the futuristic, like wind or like in the windows and you see like yeah. the city, it, it doesn't look like something like Guardians of the Galaxy where you can see like time has gone past. It feels like 60s sci-fi, like almost like Jetson-esque, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Absolutely. I do you get the vibe also that like they're kind of stuck in time so that I'm just thinking of this now by so your theory here right. or your your description here but like they may have put us there as a viewer in that time to make it feel like we're stuck because when you're there Ooh. you're stuck. You know yeah, what I mean? That's good. That's good. I did not think that deeply about it, but I'll go with it. Max yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is like, all right, cool. Yeah, love I'm it. Down. Yeah. Right no, on. it's just funny because they have like rotary phones and stuff. And, yeah, they do. You know, it's 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 interesting. They're like supposed to be futuristic, but not very high tech. Yeah. Yeah. And there's yes. It's like those. It's like it's like if a DMV was in the 70s. Like that's right. what it, it's like depressing, orangey, green, but beautiful at the same time. Like absolutely. The style is like super cool. It's that. Um, what is it like Art Deco or I don't know. Yeah. Kinda. Yeah. Kind of. Sure. It's Retro. the stuff. My, yeah. It's the stuff my wife likes decorating our house with. I just feel like <laughs> <laughs> it's all that stuff. Um <laughs> But yeah, no, it's 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 cool. It's a cool vibe. It's actually refreshing because it could have just been another like futuristic. You know, we've seen that. And there's yeah. so many, you know, TV shows and there's so many movies about the future. So I like how it's kind of a throwback style yeah. wise, and it's like, oh, it's refreshing. Like, yeah, you, you got me different. on that on that element. Yeah. Yeah, it's not like you said, it's not like Guardians of the Galaxy where it's super tech. We're in a spaceship, right. you know? It's like, yeah. where the fudge are we? We're in limbo, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then this is where we meet your boy Casey, and he sees yes. a Tesseract. He's like, what is that? He's like, it's a Tesseract. And he's like, sounds dumb, you know? He's shit like that. Um, and then Loki starts, they, he starts going through the many levels where mm -hmm. they take off his clothes with that robot that says the weird creepy smile for a sec. And um, then he goes down like the levels and each level he goes through like a machine. He's like, if you go that through that machine, you know, he's like, are you a ro the robot part when mm -hmm. he's trying to go through the machine? Um, he's like, well, what if, how do you know you're not a robot? Like, yes. how do I know that I'm not a robot? That was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, it was good. He, he started like yeah. second you know second guess himself he goes am i a robot yeah you know like, like kind of it was, it was yeah. funny you know that was the whole fish out of water sequence stuff i yeah. get like that's been done so many times but i actually love that and they kind of went yeah. away from it really quickly like if i were to have a critique of episode one i just felt like like i was trying to figure out figure out the tone like where are they bringing me because at the yeah. very beginning it was like very comedic fish out of water and then I don't want to spoil anything because I know we're getting there, but it gets like really serious and sad. It was just like, yeah. I felt like I was a little jerked, like, and it wasn't, for me, it wasn't as smooth. Um, and then like episode two, the whole like fish out of water stuff, they don't even kind of reference it anymore. So yeah. going into the rest of the series, I hope they do a little more fish out of water stuff because I think that yeah. comedic stuff with Tom Hiddleston was just like flawless. Yeah, it was because he was out of his element yeah. and and you kind of you you as a viewer, you want to know Loki a little bit where, you know, maybe his he, the way he reacts with like weird things like this has to look really modern to him or maybe I don't know. Like what is it's not right, as from Asgard. Yeah, he's yeah, from Asgard. Yeah, yeah. 
This floating island. It's, yeah, it's magic, totally. not tech. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and then, okay, so we meet, we go, he goes through this like maze thing, and then we meet Miss Minutes, who mm. I adore. And she tells the whole spiel about the timekeepers and the AKA space lizards, as Loki likes to call them. <laughs> So funny. And I love this video. It was very much like you you brought up the Jetsons. It was like if you took out the music, it was like the beginning of the Jetsons kind of cartoony, like kind of grainy, old, um, but effective. <laughs> For sure. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. The the what is her name? The the time lady? Miss Minutes. Miss Minutes. Yeah. Miss yeah. Minutes. It reminded me of the same kind of vibe of let's all go to the lobby. You know, yeah. that kind of like 50s, 60s cartoon stuff. Uh, mm-hmm. So it's cool. It it yeah. it's a it's a cool little, uh, very marketable. You know, Disney mm-hmm. knows how to market. So oh, yeah. uh, expect that to be the the new Grogu right now. So there's gonna yeah. be Miss Minute everything. Yeah, plushies, Backpacks, plushies clocks, <laughs> clocks. Obviously, um, I would get a Miss Minute's clock. No, ooh, no an yes. Apple Watch. That would be cool. Ooh, hey. Yeah. I hope it goes, hey, y'all, it's time to wake up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she explains the timeline, what the TV is mm-hmm. about. Why you, she doesn't say why you can't divert from a timeline. Uh, so basically there's one timeline and there's these timekeepers and they're trying to keep it that way. And anytime anything diverts from the timeline, which essentially means, and they say no to this, but basically the space lizards are picking out what could, cannot be on the timeline why that is, what their standards are, what their rules are, what their goals are. We have no freaking idea. This is just, it's like, it's like if the Mandalorian were to come, like, this is the way. This right. is just the way, right? right? Um, and so if you divert from the timeline, and it could be anything from starting, oh, they say this in the this spiel, it could be anything from starting a war to being late for work. That, and you could just go to the TVA and you're in trouble. That, that's <laughs> too much of a jump. Like, I need progression. Yeah. That that's like everything, you know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> if you breathe, those are you two sneeze. extremes. We we need to come in the middle a little bit, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and then they go there and they're like wrongly, like not even wrongly yeah. accused. It's like, did you do this thing? And they're like, yeah, dude, they're I was just brushing my teeth. Like you can yeah. get evaporated. Like, but at that yeah. point, you're not supposed to exist. So they have no right. problem killing you. They just blip you out. It's. Yeah. See, look, it's like we're mad at him, but like, what's the point? Like, when is the big, as everybody's been saying on YouTube, what's the big Wizard of Oz moment when we see mm-hmm. who these space lizards are and mm-hmm. reveal their plan? I have some predictions for that. Okay, I, I can't wait. Yeah. Um, okay, so we go through the thing, um, and uh, he goes, he's not evaporated, he goes through the, the windy lines, and then I don't remember what happens after that, but he jumps, basically he jumps in this thing called the Time Theater with Mobius, and Mobius is like, what's up, I'm Mobius, or they're in an elevator first, whatever, don't at me, I'm not going to get all the details right, <laughs> but they go in, let's go to the Time Theater, they go in the Time Theater, and you, they already have this, like, there's great chemistry between Owen Wilson and Tom mm-hmm. Hiddleston in this, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's like so like the comedy is is very subtle like and they feed off each other so well like i could literally just do an hour of them just like how was your day it was good you know just kind of right i love the way they talk there's got to be a bunch of improv it was interesting i was as you were talking i was remembering when owen wilson first got casted everyone's like what Oh, Wilson, MCU, like yeah. you're like, I don't see it. I don't know. He works. It works. Like, yeah. you know, oh, Wilson, he's very, you know, typecasted. You know, yeah. I just think of Wedding Crashers. Like, 
That's a yes. freaking hilarious movie. Um, but yeah. I think I think it works. You know, his hair's a little grayer. He's got the the mustache, and you know, it's believable. It, it's it's believable. And uh, you know, as offbeat yeah. as he is, I think it works because maybe your theory about them being stuck in time, maybe there's something that for us as as viewers, right? We just yeah. keep Owen Wilson stuck in the early two thousands. Now I'm getting really deep. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, this is going to be a ready to retro month. Owen Wilson month. You should have an Owen Wilson month. Oh, my God. <laughs> maybe not retro enough for you guys. Well, may, may, maybe in like 2026 or something. We <laughs> okay, cool. I'll be on it. No All right. Problem. Down. Down. Perfect. Done. That's the next time I'm going on ready to retro. 2026. No, no definitely no, before that. No, no. Definitely before that. No, no, no. It's not right. good. Um Okay. So, oh, actually, something I want to bring up before this: in the year fifty, they go to fifteen forty nine France, right. and this is the whole thing about why Mobius is like the cop that believes in the guy that everybody hates and is mm-hmm. trying to accuse and evaporate, or what they call prune, right? Which is when you just go away, you disappear, you turn into nothing, turn into sparks into nothing. Um, so they go to 1949 France, and what's happening is there is something which they think is a Loki variant, and we find out really, oh, sorry, that's the end of the episode. Whatever. You're here because you've watched it, right, people? Yes. Um, yes. And he sees this little kid, and this kid has kablooey bubblegum, which is a whole thing, and then he's like, who did this? Who's the person who killed my Minutemen, basically? And and this is actually when we see that Mobius is such a sweetheart. He's like, he's got a heart of gold. He's, he wants to do right. Um, but anyway, the kids like points at the stained glass and there's this devil and there's so many things about it because I don't think Loki's the devil. Mm-mm. So I don't know, but it, but it's too, it depicts that time. Right. So, yeah. um, was it 1500s? I mean, there's, it's still very superstitious and, you know, Catholicism is big, especially in France, um, you know, Christianity. So like that, that makes sense for that time period. Right. Um, So in in the fact that he has, you know, horns, whoever the Loki is, you know, I guess when you see something and you already have a mindset of like, let's say, you know, devil or Satan and you see something horns, you're going to associate that with Satan. You're not going to say, Hey, this is going to be, you know, the North or like North mythology was around, but this was France, not in, in Norway or whatever. So yeah, yeah. they didn't, yeah, they didn't have a, uh, a glass window with a green lady. Exactly. So, exactly. Right? Yeah. He, all he had was the devil or, or Jesus over here. <laughs> so he's like, that was the bad guy. Devil. Yeah. 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 But I hear you. It doesn't necessarily mean, um, bad. It's just to them. It's like magic and witchcraft is right. And to get like, I don't know, kind of meta, you're only going to see something with your own experience and perspective and what you've been exposed to. So however you view a situation or view a person, it's going to be based off of what you already know, not Mm -hmm. what what it could be. So, right. Yeah. Right. Right. People who won't uh, evolve and just let people be who they want to be. <clears throat> I digress. I digress. Um, OK, so they're in the time theater. Let's go back to that. And we get to see moments of Loki's life. What we've mm. already seen as a viewer of all these Marvel movies. There's nothing new for us here. We've seen it all. Mm. Um, but Loki is seeing it from our point of view for the first time and he you know he points out different parts and what i really love about mobius is that he's like he wants to know 
okay, you're Loki, and what are you going to do? You're going to rule over the, 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 what did he say, something. And he's like, okay, and then what? What are you right. going to do after that? And he's like, well, I, Midgard. And he's like, okay, so Earth. Okay, then what after that? What, space? And yeah. he's like, space? You know, uh, it's like, he's like, what, what's your point, dude? Like, what are you doing? You like to hurt people. You know, you like to gouge people's eyes out. Um, you know, he's showing him all these things. And he's like, I don't know. I hurt because, and what I loved about this. Sorry, Max. I know I'm going on no, the thing. but it. like, I don't know if you saw, did you see Cruella? I did. Okay, so sorry to everyone out there. Tiny spoiler. Whoopsies. Um, but so in Cruella, it is, I won't, not a huge spoiler, but um, her thing is that she's a villain, but it's seeing her from a different light. And so it's like she eventually just, just says, succumbs to like, I'm putting on this illusion because this is who I want to be. Mm-hmm. If you know me, you know me, right? And this is kind of what Loki's thing is, a little bit more harsh because he's a, what Mobius calls a scared frost child mm-hmm. um, inside, freezing and, you know. And so in that, I feel like um, he's a, a villain because it's an illusion to protect him from rejection and love and mm. you know he's he yeah. basically admits because he's got nothing else he's like because he keeps trying to get out and he can't get out um and he's like i got nothing out i don't know i don't know it's an illusion it's not real i know it's not real it's like I, whoa yeah no totally i thought it was just interesting that they revealed that in episode one that yeah. like you know it was like here is his character arc up till now and we're mm-hmm. going to give it to you in episode one. It it was almost like, you know, whatever it was, was. Now we're going to move forward with who he is. And, right. you know, in anticipation of doing this episode, I actually read a few uh, Loki series, some, some recent ones. And I could see definitely, like, the dialogue and kind of a different perspective of Loki that they were drawing from the comics and stuff. This sure. kind of... Um, I don't know. Like, I always feel like Loki's always the smartest guy in the room and you kind of know it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's what Do you think he's Loki bored? Awesome. Uh, I think he's just always trying to escape, right? Like, I, I think, you know, you alluded to it. I think there's a lot of escapism and it has to deal with not belonging. I mean, it's it. There, there's a lot of parallelisms in a lot of different ways we can go this one, but like, he was adopted by you know odin and 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 he was you know a son of a god you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but he finds out that he's not and i was just thinking like there's there actually are a lot of adopted kids in real life that don't know that they're adopted and then they are it's like a a total crisis and stuff so you know it's there's a lot to unpack when it comes to to loki's uh character so yeah. Um, yeah, that's why we love Marvel, though, because Marvel gives us these hunky chunky characters mm-hmm. with lots of goo inside. And that's why we love the stories is because they unpack them. And because like l- literally you just said you just said what Loki's situation was, which and he's a god. And this is a situation that you could bring to here in Midgard here right. in Earth is being an adopted kid and not knowing it kind of a thing. And um, that's why we love Marvel, because it's so relatable. You know? Yeah, when they do it right, you know, I feel like they're getting yes. better with like the villains and stuff. And, you know, like yeah. Loki is, in my opinion, the best because they've given us the most 
you know, material, and he's been in the most movies and stuff like that. But yeah. I mean, that's just his character, right? He's a, even in the comics, he's a hero. He's a villain. He's an anti-hero. He's you know beloved. He's hated, and it's his. It, it's a cool just arc, and I think, you know, it's showing that because no person's all good or all bad. It's and that's what he says. Decision. Yeah, exactly. You nail it. Yeah. Yes, exactly. It's and that's the thing too is it's like like you're, like you're saying Loki's love hate. You like you're like oh my gosh, just believe him. He's changed, and then he does something because he gets triggered or insecure, or whatever. And you're like fuck, dude. I thought you were over this, but that's <laughs> that's why we love him, you know? Right. No, because he goes back to what he knows and what he's comfortable with, and ooh, to get deeper it's about power right like, yeah you know when you are in that situation and you don't feel like you are in power you're going you are going to manipulate situations people in order to get that power you know right. I think as i get older i'm understanding that life is about decisions and responding to power and, mm-hmm. and whether you're striving to you know take it or receive it or relinquish it so right Yes. Oh, we're getting deep here. All right. I, like I know. It. I love I like it. it. I love getting deep. I freaking love it. That's my favorite. I love digging these characters. Let me tell you, poor John, babe, because I wake up way before he does. I wake up at like whatever o'clock and uh, I'll like, like say like, hey, and he's like, hey, you know, good morning. I'm getting up and I've already been awake for four hours and I'm like, oh my God. So I did all this research on Loki and this is what I'm thinking about Loki. I think because he was the, the, the you know, I just said, you know, and he's like, okay, yeah. Like he goes along with it. He's like, oh, sometimes he'll wake up and be like, yeah, but um, I'm with you. I have to go deep on these characters to be able to love them. Like if yeah. you can't go deep, like you can't, you can't connect. You got to have a hook. Right. Because right now, you know, if you want to talk mythology, Marvel superheroes, they're, you know, our mythology in, in 2021. Yeah. So mythologies are there to teach about life, teach about the nature of humanity and to learn. And that's what we have right now in 2021. So, yeah. you know, it's perfect. Yeah. It's I like perfect. it. We all I like <laughs> it too. <laughs> so, um, okay. So a bunch of, I'll try, I'll fast forward a little bit guys, but yeah. uh, a bunch of hullabaloo happened, if you will. And Mobius and Loki are no longer in the same room. Loki's back in the time theater. He kind of escaped. Um, but before that point, we were introduced to this part where every time I was looking up on YouTube or just the internet and just some facts, I just want to get a few reactions and just see what people were thinking. People were like, these damn infinity stones in the drawer. What do you mean there's a ton? What do you mean you can use them as a paperweight? And it's like cut two pictures of like Iron Man, Black Widow, uh, Gamora. You know, like they lost their lives. And there's all these there's all these soul stones here. You know, what's up with that? <laughs> well, I think it gets into what this Loki series is pointing to, right? A alternate yeah. universe. So in multiple universes so if there's multiple universes then these mm-hmm. things don't really have as much weight because they're not special Ooh, okay maybe that's what the timekeepers are trying to keep oh gosh it's so they have i will say i know obviously like they've made some very strong decisions about revealing a very vulnerable side of loki here at the beginning mm-hmm. um which you, that's your that's your little critique there your little red pen for the episode but like maybe because they're making all these decisions they're they're giving us there's about a thousand ways this show can go yeah no for right sure now just like time a gazillion <laughs> yes yes so many yeah. nexus ways it, it um, is crazy yeah. just how you know 
talking about Loki's, you know, I was talking about his control for powers, wanting for power. Um, mm-hmm. And even the way they're portraying Loki, like he's just like every other dude, right? Yeah. And then even that scene in episode one where he goes, is this the greatest power? Like, right. He's like, it's no longer me because this dude's got a big ego. He's like, you know, it, it was at that point where when he saw the Infinity Stones in a drawer, he was like, this is beyond me at this point. This is beyond yeah. me. Yeah. He was, yeah, he, maybe because all of these things were so drastic, he was like, he's already starting to evolve. Like, he's already starting to, because I think right after this, he grabs the Tesseract, and then he goes back into the time theater, and he realizes that it doesn't do anything, and that's when Mobius comes in, and he's like, you okay, dude? And he's like, I, this is an illusion. This right. is, illusions are gaining control. I don't yeah. want to hurt people. I, I have to do it. I don't know why. He had one of those, like, moments where I think his, his mindset and his values started to shift. And that's like, those are important aspects of, as in humanity and, and as a person, right? When yeah. You, like your mindset shifts and it's a drastic shift in your mindset. So it's a shock. Yeah. You just, you're, you're riding the, the shock waves, man. You're like, whoa. So if yeah. that means this and this means that, and I know nothing anymore. And I think he's just at a point where he's like, well, I can't leave. Uh, and the Tesseract does nothing, but all I've wanted in my life is the Tesseract, and it does nothing, like I pointed out earlier, and, uh, like, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, you just, he's probably just saying it over and over his head, I killed people for this, I started a a war against two worlds for this, you know, all these things, and, uh, yeah, major shock. You know, I had a mentor ask me around, like, when I was 22, 23, he asked me, what is no longer true that mm. you believe to be true in your past? <gasps> and I think that's a, especially as you are developing into your own identity and stuff, like that's a great question to ask. I think in any kind of transitional stage or space, it's like, what is no longer true that you still hold as truth? And I think that was yeah. the moment for Loki. It was like, everything that I knew is no longer truth. Like yeah. just everything that I knew in my experience, my, you know, thousands of years of being alive is no longer true. Like this yeah. is, this is blowing my mind. And he's <laughs> just like, I just had to keep putting one foot in front of the other. Exactly. And, All right, what do you, yeah. what do you need me for? Why, why am I here? You know? <laughs> and he, before Mobius walks in, he sees on screen, he sees the future. He's able to scrub ahead in his timeline mm-hmm. and he's able to see his dad saying, Oh, my sons, I love you. Thor being like, My brother, I love you. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he accidentally kills his mom mm-hmm. in Dark World, I believe yeah. it was. Yeah. And he, uh, he sees that for the first time. So all of these things are adding up. It's his mom, is his dad, his brother, um, blood or not. He, he's like, this is my family and then he sees himself his neck getting snapped by thanos and then it says in the file yeah oh and and just like the the reel right like the film reel it's just that typical Mm -hmm. like and it just it's over yeah it's over over. and he's like that's it that's yeah he's like but think about it in that time he realizes all these things that we just said and then he he sees it and he's like so i'm building up to to nothing like it's everything to, to him it's nothing the other thing to i never thought about is it was thanos who killed him and at that point he's working for and with <gasps> thanos that's right so 
That's right. I think if he, he, I wonder if there's like validation there. There's probably Mm -hmm. validation. He's probably like, I saw this coming. I don't think it was a surprise that Thanos was going to kill him. And I don't even think Loki knew that that was going to be a surprise. Like, but anyways, you know, because at that point, yeah. you know, he's seeing how he dies. And it's like, oh, there's Thanos. And in Avengers, you know, he's working with Thanos. So, yeah. 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 It's 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 that's cool stuff. It's a time it's fuck a- for us, too, dude. <laughs> like, what? It's unraveling everything we thought we knew. Um, but then, Max, can you reveal why Mobius wants to keep Loki around? It's because, as we alluded to earlier, there is supposedly another Loki jumping mm. around timelines. And, you know, Mobius thinks that if I have a Loki with me, then I can understand how that Loki is thinking. And because mm-hmm. uh, we need to, to capture him. Because the whole thing is, at all costs, you know, the right timeline needs to happen. And that's what, like, even Loki was like. You know, how are you getting mad at me? Like, the Avengers, they did that whole endgame thing, and, you know, people mess with the timeline all the, ti- all the time. Yeah. They're like, oh, no, it's, it's okay. Like, it's supposed to happen. He's like, this, this is biased, you know? Yes. <laughs> this sucks. You know, I want to bring up that scene, because that was one of my favorite scenes, because it uh, introduces Ravona Rayslayer, mm-hmm. and when Loki is going through the windy lines or whatever, and then he gets up to the judge, basically, and then he's like, how do you plead? And he's like, being God of Mischief, guilty. Being amazing, guilty. But this, no, this was not me. Yeah. And she's like, well, who? It's the Avengers. And she's like, uh, no, yeah, that was supposed to happen and he's like wait what yeah and what i did was not like how who who are these timekeepers and she has the the big space lizards and carved into the wood behind her um which people are saying that the guy in the middle is kang right who yeah that that it's probably probably heading that way because ravona And Kang had like a little thing going on in the comics. Oh, they did. Oh. Yeah. So they had like a, a little romance. So little I mean, the way that they portrayed her, especially in, in episode two, you know she's shady. Dude, that's that's where my prediction comes from yeah. in episode two. Oh my gosh. Um, okay, so yes, she's episode sus. one. There she is. There are these awesome main titles or main end credit titles that keep playing all these clues what we've known so far we see loki um and his case file and his his my thing that i saw was that his sex is fluid so mm-hmm. i'm like all right we got some lady loki-ness coming up in here in a mm-hmm. second um and so are you ready to jump into episode two sir or do you want to do just, it let's do it let's okay. do it so start this out uh we're at a renaissance fair in 1980 something you like and those, right? You like to go to those things. We do. I love those. <laughs> I was like, oh. And when when the when the Minutemen came through and they were all dressed up like soldiers, and she's like, uh, "Excuse me, you, you don't look dressed. Something's going on here." And they're like, well, "Whatever, lady, whatever." And they just walk away. And she's like, "You know, some of us need this." <laughs> I was like, "Right? Tell them, girl. Yes." That was funny. And <laughs> I was wondering why is this in the why is this set in 1985? And, was, and then they played the like you know. The 80s style music. I was like, oh, okay, that's why. That's so, why. Because yeah. they wanted to use that song. Yeah, yeah. It was cool. It was cool. So they, they walk into this uh, circus tent, essentially, this tent that we're going to have a show, and they start playing the overture. And what I thought was like cool was in this announcement or whatever that they usually do for the show, it was like bad, good against evil. 
kind of a thing. If you listen mm-hmm. to the words, I was mm-hmm. like, let's mm, mm, kind of uh, some similarities up in here. <laughs> and then they start playing a song, and I can't believe I didn't write this down. It was so good. Um, I need a hero. That one, right, right. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And they, in the Minutemen, or or what? Who Sasha Lane plays? Um, I don't know. It's like Hunter B, uh, Hunter C twenty, Hunter C twenty starts fighting off for Minutemen because we learn, which we learn in what this episode is, what illusion projection is. But basically, uh, the Lady Loki, who we all just kind of know as Lady Loki at this point, but we don't really know. But we have a huge hunch that it is, and she touches her head. We never see her face; we just see her finger. She touches um, Sasha Lane's head, and she in like starts becoming she has green eyes and she starts fighting her midman to which is so cool and i was like it's a great song it's great fighting it's great (laughs) it works works. hey man it works um and then after that loki uh lady loki knocks uh sasha lane out and she drags her into like these time rectangle things where they just kind of disappear um, and then we go back to the TVA. They leave us there. And Miss Minutes is on Loki's desk. And I love this because she's like, all right, you know, what have you learned about this, that, and the other? And he's like, da 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 And then he starts whacking her. And he's like, are you real or are you not? She's like, kind of both. You know, we have this moment where she's back. And somebody pointed out in the end credits, they're on the elevator. Her face is on there. Oh, interesting. It's like, so they're like, something's going on with Miss Minutes. Like, is she like who is she like what's her thing because now we know that she can come out of the computer you know this she's, i don't know she's i don't know. be a spy right something yeah throwing it out there yeah. who knows um so then they gather up loki they gather up um a bunch of the other minutemen because they there was a nexus event and so they gotta go reset everything loki's probably lady loki's probably probably there um and they go into the tent and you know Actually, before that, uh, we get to see, like, the Minutemen and how they react to Loki uh, being the variant and how they don't treat him very well. (laughs) They're kind of rude to him. Um, And he's like, you know, I am smart. Like, you could use me. (laughs) Use me. I'm a god. I'm a god. I'm a big deal where I'm from, you know? Yeah. And, yes, do you not know who I am? He And then he, they say something, and they get something wrong, and it's illusion projection versus duplication casting, and he explains it, and then he's like, but you knew that, didn't you? You know, he's kind of kind of like that. But anyway, they jump back in 18, uh, 1985. I'm going to try not to do all the teeny tiny details, and they have to reset the timeline, and it's mm-hmm. the first time that we get to see it as an audience, watch them do it and what it means, so it's really important for us as well as viewers. And Mobius is able to see right through Loki's bullshit. Um, he's telling them a lie, kind of leading them on to what he thinks is going on, and and a lot of people online think that Mobius may be a Loki variant Ooh. because he's able to see his lies. Ooh. So, I don't know. Interesting. Right? I don't know. Maybe. I never thought about that. I have, yeah. I have to, like, you know, think about that one. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. marinate on that. I'll marinate on that one. Yeah, I like that, though. Yeah. Um, okay, and so let's just fast forward a little bit to Ravona, 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 whatever. Um, <laughs> and Mobius are in her office. Yeah. And okay, here, I'm going to insert my pr- prediction here, Max. Let's, it's, let's it's hear right it. It's right here. Let's, let's hear, hear it. it. Okay. So Mobius and Ravona, 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 they're in the office and they're talking. And the thing is, is that she 
keeps saying like they're busy like she's like mm-hmm. their gatekeeper like she's mm-hmm. never like oh they're you know from two to five maybe they can talk to you today da, da, da. but then even mobius he reveals that he's never met the timekeepers before so i'm curious if sh- they don't actually exist if R- ravona is on something right it's know. like the wizard of oz right it's like very yeah. blatant that something's up so mm-hmm. it's not even like it's not even obscure or it's just it's very, very blatant that like something's up and, and Ravana's yeah. like, you know, hiding something. And even like Mobius, as he's talking to Loki about what he believes and stuff, like as the audience, you're like, it seems almost old fashioned or he's being duped. Like, you know, the way it's written and the way it's per- perceived and the way that it's executed, it's like, OK, there's lies happening. What's going to be yeah. revealed? Yeah, and they're showing us little bits at a time. She used to be a Minuteman, a Minuteman as well, um, and they show her baton and her helmet on the shelf next to the roller skate, and so that's saying like, did she work up? Did right. she? You know, there's a story there as well. Totally. Um, and even and even Mobius doesn't know how long he's been there. Yeah, he's it's like, like mm. and and these people, you know, these um, Minutemen or just this organization. It's all for the purpose of the timekeepers, like yeah, it's, all of it, the whole it's, thing. It's uh, it's interesting. Yeah, and they don't yeah. even know who they are, and all they and Mobius does reveal in this episode that like he, this is all he knows. It sounds very like this is his, right villain. It, it sounds like a villain's behind it. It just yeah. Does. So something's going on. Yeah. Yeah. So Loki has the ability to get into case files, but the only case file that he can get on is his own and the variants mm-hmm. that they found. Um, and he even goes to the library and he's like, come on, what's the creation of the TVA? They're like, that's classified. <laughs> what's the ending of the TVA? That's classified. All these things. And he's like, well, what can I have? And they're like, here. And it's basically a file on every single variant that they've ever caught who's catching their minute. Not that they've caught. Well, yeah, they've caught a few. Yeah. Um, just anything Loki. Isn't that? And they start. She's. He, he starts going through, and he mm-hmm. realizes that you know he has a theory, and he runs up to Moby. He's like, "Yo, Mob, listen, that salad. You gonna need that salad? No. Okay, cool. Whatever." And so he's like, "This, <laughs> this is, is great. He, this is a great scene. <laughs> it's so good." He's he's like, "Look, Loki is hiding in apocalypses because if um, okay, so this salad here is is." Um, What's it called? Asgard. Uh, now I'm gonna I'm gonna throw the Hulk off the Rainbow Bridge, and he puts salt in it, and then I'm gonna set fire to the palace. And Moby's like, "Don't set fire to the palace! Wow, whatever." And <laughs> so he's like fucking up his salad, and then he's like looking for something to drink, and he goes over to his buddy Casey, old old Infinity Stone paperweight guy over here, uh, Tesseract is dumb guy, and he um, takes his juice, and he goes, "Okay, and this juice is Ragnarok." You know, and he pours it in the salad, and Moby's is like, "Wow, Loki." <laughs> Oh, I wanted that salad. Um, and he's like, do you get it? Do you get it? Everything that's in this and that apocalypse in Ragnarok has ruined everything that they've done. So they are hiding in the apocalypse because it's unidentifiable. Right. And he's like, okay, uh, let's try that. And so they get clearance or whatever, and they go to uh, Pompeii. Pompeii. Yeah. 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 I loved it. Can you explain like what, what like Loki was doing? Like he was ruining everything, right? So yeah, no, it was great because um, you know they're not supposed to touch anything, and then if they do, it's like they do the Men in Black like wipe your memory type thing. So uh, you know Mobius is trying to hide, but like Loki just goes straight for it. He's letting goats loose, and like the volcanoes going, 
And you know what's funny is my wife took um, Latin, and I, and I was watching it with her. She took Latin in high school, and she was saying, you know, Tom Hiddleston's actually speaking Latin right now. Uh, <gasps> Whoa. So, yeah, so he was full on, you know, just, just talking in Latin to all of the, the villagers, and he's like, you're all going to die, and, you know, all this stuff. Yeah. So it, it was a funny scene. It was cool. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, they almost, <laughs> it was funny because... See, this is like the, the comedy stuff that I love in this show because you see the volcano and you see like Loki's like proving his worth. And as a viewer, you're like, hurry up, hurry up, hurry yeah. up, you're going to die. <laughs> you know, so. Volcano. Yeah, that, that's yeah. a great one. That's a great scene. It's so good. And yeah, Mobius is not able to detect any variant energy. And mm-hmm. he's like, shit, kid, I think you're onto something. Mm-hmm. And then they go back to the TVA. And this is where it's, it's, I loved this um, Mobius and Loki part two. This conversation is when Loki is trying to get to the bottom of what the TV is about. And Mobius is like, I, I don't know. It's just, I'm just here. I, I don't know. Right. And he's like, to what? And he's like, for order, to, for order, for order. And he's like, no chaos? That's boring. Like, you know, and it's, that's when I think, this is my other prediction. I think that Mobius is going to rebel with Loki. Ooh. I don't know. I like uh. that. Yeah, um, no, I, I like think it that. makes sense. I don't know. That'd be cool. I just think yeah. like you know like 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 punk rock, right? They're gonna like kick over like you know, yeah mailboxes and light things on fire and you know yeah. I don't know. Listen to just like some hardcore punk stuff. It's just gonna ruin <laughs> everything. Yes, just be Start, like where are these ripping off the the sleeves of their jackets and you know yeah. <laughs> matching tattoos, <laughs> tattoos and piercings yes, and stuff. Nose piercings. I'm down. Yeah. I, I, I totally. like where that direction is going. I love it. I love it. Yes, this is this is the nexus we need. We need it to go that way. Um, okay, so he they eventually find that Loki is in uh, Alabama, twenty fifty at Rock's cart. Yeah, that was crazy. Um, that was crazy. Do you want to explain what's going on? So there's like Why a you think g- it was crazy? giant tsunami that's gonna wipe out Alabama, which is like global warming because you know Alabama Hello. ain't nowhere near the water right now. And it was right. like a it looked like almost like Miami, right? Um, the this like tropical totally Alabama. <laughs> Trop- I'm like Bana. I was thinking I was like 30 years from now, yeah, maybe <laughs> I'll be alive. Hopefully I'll be it alive. It was tropical, like, you know, wasn't it? Yeah, it was like you know, they had the where it was. What was it called? Like something Heights or something? I forget. But they had palm Haven, trees and, and it looked all like Miami. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll see if they uh, if they get it right in 30 years from now. Yeah, somebody, I think it was Black Nerd Comedy on YouTube was like, Marvel, don't do this. Don't predict shit. (laughs) (laughs) At least not, you know, do it at least 100 years. I think if you predict things in like 100 years, it's fine. But if you do like, you know, like the Blade Runner route or like Terminator route where it's just like in Mm -hmm. 15, 20 years, that's when you start to look silly. Or when you name an entire (laughs) movie after 2012 and you put it in 2009 or whatever, you look pretty silly. Yeah, and then we get there and we're like, this didn't happen. Y'all are not psychics. Nope. Yeah, and then people start posting it and they're like, where's the hovercraft? Because Back to the Future, it's today. Yeah, sorry guys, no hovercraft. Maybe one day though, hopefully. One day. One day. Um, and then, okay, so Hunter's C- C20 with Sasha Lane. She's like, they find her in a corner. She's like, it's real. It's real. It's real. I told her everything. I told her what time cubes are. Blah, blah, blah. Um, and then we eventually get to meet these variant Lokis. And I love this 
because it was like the anticipation of meeting her right. and what her big reveal was going to be because mm-hmm. first we see the guy with the plants right he's picking out a plant then we see randy who's like the nice employee dude mm-hmm. and then we get big bubba what well, i don't know what his name was is like big <laughs> alabama bubba kicking loki's ass yeah that was interesting because it was like obviously this person has metahuman strength or because loki's a god and he's you know kind of metahuman he he has stronger strength stronger endurance i mean he endured a beating from the hulk right so mm-hmm. um the the way that he was just getting tossed to and from you know that whoever possessed the alabama dude has some pretty significant power that's a good point yeah and then we get the the reveal and it's Lady Loki, and she doesn't have the one horn, which I keep seeing in comics. She has a broken horn in one mm. of them. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Message me if you guys know which comic that is, because I actually want to read that one. I'm very curious about that one. But, uh, and then, okay, so, all right. All right. I want to know what you think of this. What did you think of when Loki's like, I'm Tom Hiddlesticks, and, or AKA Loki, and I think that you should join up with me as I take down the timekeepers. I'm going to find them and I'm going to overthrow them. Yeah. And Lady Loki's like, <clears throat> okay, uh, no. And then she has this whole big other plan. Like, what did you think she was thinking in that moment? Yeah, there's a lot going on. I thought the reveal in itself, because it was like, as they zoomed in, I was like, oh, that's a woman's body. And then I was like, yeah. who, who is that? And then she you know, takes off the hood. I was like, oh, it's a woman? And then immediately I'm like, who is that? You know, like, is it a Loki variant? Is it another comic, you know, hero, villain? Like, you know, just that's usually what goes through my head when there's a reveal like that. So, um, no, I just thought it was interesting where he called her Loki or something. And she goes, don't call me that. Interesting. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like, mm-hmm. all right, we're, what? It seems like that was not just a throwaway line; like there was something there. Yeah, and you know, I also thought like Loki, he can change his appearance, but I don't remember him like taking other people's appearances by touching them and yeah, like becoming no. them. Yeah, right. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Totally. I don't remember that. So like, even like the powers are a little different. Which, which can happen, you know, in, in different uh, variations. Not every variant has the same powers, but I just thought it was, it was interesting that yeah. there's, there's that dynamic, especially when she's like, don't call me Loki. So Yeah, something's, yeah, there's some background to that. Like, what does she know? I can't wait to get to know her and where she comes from and what her big plan is because basically she takes over this supermarket and she puts a bunch of things through portals and she creates what yeah, does she put cool. through it the, it's like what a is bomb it? it's basically like a like a time warp bomb so basically she's destroying the timeline it's pretty cool like in the graphs and stuff that they showed so she's yeah. basically bringing the timeline apocalypse into existence so which is crazy and it's funny cuz like when she heard Loki's idea, she's like, oh, okay. She didn't, like, reveal anything, but you knew that she was like, that's a child's play. Like, that's that's nothing compared to what I've got planned. Right. 
And it's pretty big what she does. She messes Absolutely. it up. There's no going back. Like these Minutemen are going back through these like the time portals trying to fix it. So first of all, the TVA's got nobody holding down the fort. Right. So is she going to go there? Ooh. Or, you know, or or she's creating these Nexus events so that she creates the multiverse. Everybody's right. saying that. That's, that's probably, it has to be, right? It has to go right. there. Like why, I'm surprised why, there was never yeah. one before. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's good timing. I feel like you only pull that out when you have to. And now that, you know, the Infinity storyline's over, it's like, where do you go? How do you bring in, you know, the X-Men? How do you bring in, like, Inhumans? I think that's, you know, and and that DC's doing it and Sony's doing it. You know, Marvel doesn't want to be behind in that, that element. So, um, yeah. No, I, I, what's interesting is I think Lady Loki, let's just call her that, uh, mm-hmm. wanted Loki to go with her because she left that portal open quite That's a true. long time. So That's she, she kind of waited for him to come. She knew he was going to come. So, yeah. And we don't know what Loki's intentions are, you know? Maybe Mobius convinced him and maybe Loki... Got some skeletons in his closet that he wants cleaning out. Maybe he's going to turn into a full-on hero. Probably not. But, you know, I think he just wants to be free. He doesn't want to be captive. He, that, That's yeah. for sure. So that that's his first incentive is let's get out of this situation where I am trapped and I'm almost like a prisoner. And then we'll see where he goes from there. Right. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And like we mentioned before like this could go so many different multiverse ways it's mm-hmm. like anything that they do as long as it's not absolutely ridiculous it's ab- it's going to be believable you're like okay well that's what happened absolutely you know yeah i don't know do you have any like predictions that you wrote down or like or what do you foresee after this episode too at least i i think the idea of it being a multiverse it's just that's where it has to go Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think with Spider-Man No Way Home, I think that's a little reveal of where that's going. And I think that is still yeah. that Sony MCU hybrid stuff. So there's always there's already rumors that, you know, Tobey Maguire is going to be it. Maybe uh, Andrew Garfield. So that that would be awesome. And, you know, to this day, I will say that the Spider-Verse animated, that is like one of my favorite comic book movies of all time. Like, uh, so good. It's so good. It's Being great. a Spider-Man it's guy, beautiful. oh my gosh, so good. And just they, yeah. the, the way that they intertwine the multiverses, it wasn't confusing. It was great. So, And, you know, the fact that Disney Plus has, you know, or I'm sorry, MCU, Marvel has, you know, Disney Plus as a platform, you can yeah. do so much with that. You can do so much with that. And, and exactly. with, with variants and with different alternate universes and stuff. Like, I think that's what What If, right? Like, What If is yeah, coming yeah. out. So that's basically that is, what if this happened? And this is, you know, what that variant would create and stuff. So, yeah. Yeah. It's, exci- it's exciting. And a lot of people, like some people around me, I don't all ha- I don't have all nerd friends, but one of my friends, she's very adamant. She's like, oh, my God. Like Marvel just keeps coming out with this stuff, and I'm like, look, look, don't, don't. What's that saying? Don't, uh, <laughs> don't, don't. Whatever till you try it. I don't know. Yeah, don't, don't knock it. Don't knock it till you try it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, and I want to be like, yes, but like, no, because they Marvel just rewards you for 
watching and for holding on, you know, they won't let you down. Knock on wood. I'm sure they have in some cases somewhere, somehow, some way. But to me personally, they have not let me down. Like they're just like, they're killing it. They're doing great. No, yeah. they they haven't. I'm I'm waiting for Marvel to kind of like just tank, right? And it hasn't happened, and it's been since 2008. There's been some like okay movies, but there's not been movies where I've come out and I'm like that movie sucked, yeah, right? or that TV sucked. You know, just yeah. they're not there, and I don't. You know, yeah. it'll. I don't know. I don't know if they will get there. I don't want them to get there, but who knows? Who knows? It's who not knows? with Loki. No, definitely no, not. It's not. That's <laughs> my, that's our prediction. It's going to get even better, right? Absolutely, absolutely. Um, okay, so I want to take a moment to read some listener predictions. Yes. Okay. So fanboy and the snob, he's he or she said they say the bad Loki is a scroll that starts secret invasion. I want to see a super scroll. Yes, I love yes. that. I actually commented on that on on Instagram. I love that theory. Yeah, you did. That's right. Yeah. You were like, yes, that would be that would be crazy. We've actually re- I reviewed uh, Secret Invasion with John from BFOP yeah. on here before. And so I know that story. And I was like, oh, ooh. You know? yeah, because I feel like the scrolls, they were hinted, you know, Captain Marvel and then again at WandaVision. But I don't think this is it, you know. Yeah, I don't know. I, it would be awesome and it would be fantastic. But I think more of the alternate universe um, route, that's where they're going. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and then Dean, who was on here the last episode. We love Dean. He says, what up, Loki Dean? Prediction. What up, Dean? Uh, he says, Loki prediction. I'm going to love it. That's right, <laughs> Dean. Us too. That was our prediction too. Hey. Look. Yeah. <laughs> Dean does not have a mean bone in his body. He is not mean Dean you know, at all. He will not step in dog poop and just be like, oh, man, well, <laughs> at least I still have my foot attached, you know? At least I have my foot to step in dog poop. So yes. <laughs> I love Dean. He would. That's totally him. Oh, my God. We love, we love, love you, Dean. Dean. Uh, Dean's from the Talking Back podcast, um, but another nerd podcast. They are wonderful. I love those guys. Um, and then we've got our girl Creepy Chels. She says Loki will be burdened with glorious purpose the whole time. Yes. Eh, I don't <laughs> like nah nah I nah. Don't, I don't I don't like her her input <laughs> on this one. Though. Hey, don't mess with my Chels. <laughs> Back up. That's my Chels. No. Oh, for uh, for for your listeners, Chelsea's part of our podcast. So yeah, yeah. Yeah. Joke there. She's been on here a few times too. Um, okay, and then Vega Lawless twelve twenty six, who is James from the Androids Amazing Podcast. He says Kang is behind it, yeah. or that the TVA isn't all what they seem, because in the comics they only exist to ensure their own survival. The Guardians in the comics only went into the past to make sure they were they are created in the future to go back to the past to the create the TVA. Time paradox nonsense. L O L. So Kang, see, Kang came yeah, up again. He keeps like, what? Coming up. Who is this guy? Because I don't know who he is. You don't know who Kang is. Kang is like the is like not as big as Thanos, but like a super being from space, like Thanos. So oh. I've only read a couple things with him in it, but 
he's again one of those conquerors. He's just a conquering dude, you know. Power. Mm-hmm. It, there, there's power. there's a thing going on in this episode. It's about power. So. <laughs> I got the power. Um, okay, and then Silver King Comics. He says, "I believe the time variance is going to somehow bring Black Widow back." Ooh, hey. I would love that. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be interesting, you know, with the Black Widow, because Black Widow comes out july 8th and loki won't be done yet but everyone's like you know how is black widow fitting into this timeline because she's dead and do we want a prequel no like i feel like that would cheapen the character like yep yep you know so i don't know that that could be interesting and if they did that then that means that would have to happen pretty quickly because we're almost there at the release of the black widow movie yeah, I will be fair, though. He did leave this comment before the second episode, I think. And so I think now that we're in episode two, you might think differently. I personally, I see this and I'm like, yeah, that'd be great. Like, that'd be awesome. And, you know, as long as they do it right. But um, bringing Black Widow back would take the the spotlight away from Loki. That's true. That's which, true. That's, that's where we're invested. And we can't get invested in a Black Widow all of a sudden. Like, that's such a pivot. You know? Maybe it's the gateway for her to come back in that movie. I understand. I understand. So, like, maybe because of this, then that later on and some other production. I got you. But then again, I think that if that were the case, Loki would be completed. And then it would go. I don't know. But but then the Black Widow was supposed to come out before Loki because it got delayed. I'm all confused. I don't know. I know. I don't think that's going to happen now. No. (laughs) It's not happening. (laughs) I just talked myself out of it. (laughs) We heard heard it. Um, and two more. We got Punk Jr., a.k.a. Megatron. I'm going to end with Kid Loki so he can join mm. the Young Avengers, which mm-hmm. I've, I've never heard of the Young Avengers, but, I mean, he I think he is in the comics at one point, right? Uh, Kid Loki? Yeah. Yeah. No, he is a Young Avengers, so with Wanda's um, boys. So uh, Wiccan and blanking on his name. But uh, basically, they are establishing young avengers um mm. and and especially at the end of wandavision where she's going through all of the universe or mm-hmm. the multiple universes to find her kids her boys um you know and i feel like the next doctor strange they said it's gonna be dealing with a lot of this multi-universe stuff so right that's again just trying to um validate my prediction that this does open into uh, multiple universes but yeah i mean young avengers is cool yeah yeah i think mean, yeah i yeah it's gonna it's gonna blow our mind people <laughs> uh, all right shout out to gorilla pete um aka my buddy pete y'all all know him if you've been listening for a while he said my prediction while trying to stop the other loki he time hops across universes and br- and builds himself a little army Bill and Ted style and mm. tries to take yeah and tries to take over the time authority revealing that both Lokis have teamed up to work together mm. then the other Loki turns out on Loki because why not so a army of Lokis yeah builds himself a little army that's a, what trying to stuff yeah that would so, be cool you know how many like you know teenage ooh. girls and that that they would just go oh yeah like 40,000 Tom Hiddleston's you know yeah as long as like the war horse Tom Hiddleston (laughs) 
comes into that Loki. <laughs> that's that. That'd be great. Have you seen Warhorse? No, is that no? something else? He's he was in, in it. Yeah, Aww. dude. It's just about this like horse and like it dies and then it gets like reincarnated into another horse and it's just and then Tom Hiddleston's there and you're like, oh, he's yeah. just you know he's a he's a good actor, but you know. Yeah. Anyways, I digress. I'm random, so that was a random thought I had. <laughs> No, no, no. I love it. I freaking love it. Yes, I, I wanted to let you finish. Um, but yeah, hey man, 3,000 Tom Hiddleston's. I'm not mad. That'd be a cool poster. Mad. It'd be a cool poster. The Loki's. Awesome oh, I did hear there's a rumor that there's going to be a season two. Ooh. You know, so. I, I'll be honest. I don't like six episodes. Okay. I think they're too short. Like, I feel an, like... Even though they're an hour? Yeah. I, okay. I, like, I felt like WandaVision... Even though, like, the first kind of two were fillers, I just feel like introducing something and then wrapping it up really quickly, I don't know. And I get it, budget, you know, Tom Hiddleston's, you know, paycheck, probably a lot, but I just feel like six is a miniseries. It's not really a full-on season, so. That's true. I mean, I think that's what it is, too, is they want to extend it out and they want to keep us on the edge of our, our seats for longer, but... Yeah, there. I I do love it. I do love the week by week because every week you're like, oh crap, what's gonna happen? It's right. like old school TV when you couldn't look ahead or binge, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, but it's it's also like, okay, this is the last episode, so they're gonna wrap it up here. Kind of a feeling. Yeah, it'll be interesting because I feel like WandaVision kind of wrapped up. You know, Cap and Falcon wrapped up. I I hope Loki doesn't wrap. Yeah, I you like know. the world. I want to know more about yeah. the TVA. What's out that window? What What is over there? You know, it's a facade. It's a facade. What is it? I think it's a facade. I think that's facade. it's all he fake. He peels yeah. down the wallpaper. It's, I think it's actually. this is very Wizard of Oz esque. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. for sure. And I can't wait to see how they reveal it. I can't wait to see like, all right, you guys, I'm explaining to do Lucy. Like, why? You for know? sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Um, well, Max. We did it, friend. We did it. Actually, there's one thing I wanted to talk about. I can't wait. Well, real, real quick. I, yeah, I would dude. be remiss if I didn't share this. So yes. it's really random, but I love that they threw it in. There was like a little Easter egg. Ooh. Not an Easter egg, but like it's pretty dorky. So yeah. when, <laughs> when Morbius is uh, – Mobius. See? There I go. Same Ooh. Mobius. When Mobius is going through Loki's timeline – and then there was that scene where Loki was in the airport or on the plane yes. and stuff. So that's yes. real. That That is tell, a real tell story. Tell me about it. So it was so funny because, like, it, it's this one of the most infamous stories, unsolved mysteries in uh, American history. So it's about this guy named uh, D.B. Cooper, and yes. he boards and hijacks a uh, Boeing, you know, 727. And I think it was, like, he was going from Portland to Seattle, and basically he says, you know, there's a bomb. I'm uh, hooked up to a bomb. There's a bomb on this plane, and I need, like, um, 200000 in ransom. So this was back in, you know, the 70s. So um, yeah. so then they, they land, they give him the money, and then he freaking parachutes off of this airplane, and nobody found him no one that they saw like some of the money some of the money was like tracked and stuff but they've never found any of the money that he used no trace of him really he like you know 
jumped off in the middle of like I don't know desert or something the wilderness but the fact that they put that in Loki you know because I I like the uh, BuzzFeed Unsolved uh, stuff and and this was one of the stories that they covered and it was so funny because I was watching it with my wife and I was like this is D.B. Cooper and I paused it and I told her everything I told about you because I got real excited she's like what what she thought it was like some Marvel thing and then I explained it and she's like looked at me perplexed what are you talking about (laughs) Wait, you knew that? You yeah. knew that without looking that up? No, like, I just Wait. remember. Yeah, like, I just knew the Crazy. story of, like, D.B. Cooper because, you know, it, it's a fascinating story. So then I press play, and then he explains everything that I just explained. And, I, you know, but I just thought it was <laughs> funny and, like... And he lost the, he lost the bet to Thor, right? Yeah, yeah. Like and it was, like, so <laughs> random and... You know, I just thought like, whoa, this is like, you know, this is cool because this is no longer fiction. Like, that's a real story that happened. And I love how Owen Wilson delivers the line. He's like, you were D.B. Cooper, man? Like, yeah. he's all like impressed and stuff. And I was like, oh, sad. that's crazy. But uh, I yeah, I mean, the, the sketch that they have of uh, D.B., the real D.B. Cooper, um, he kind of looks like um, Colston, Phil Colston. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh rip! Yes. So, oh. anyways, that's super nerdy, and I just thought I I had to address it because I like kind of unsolved mystery stuff. So, um, more of the like weird stuff like that, not like the murder stuff as much, but like stuff like that. Like, that's crazy. Same. That's crazy. It it is crazy, and I love that you brought that up because like it it I love when they are like, oh, you know that weird mystical thing that happened in the world, um gods yeah <laughs> like yeah. gods of asgard they they're just messing around as a prank <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's good it's oh, good man where's amelia Earhart? which where is she is she i don't know uh she's what was the philippines or something apparently yeah maybe yeah. that was a god of some sort yeah. Ch- chilling with That's tupac true. or something i don't know yeah oh <laughs> yes can you imagine that'd be cool that'd be cool um well oh i do want to bring up one more thing yes. because you did read it and i read it as well um well, because it, it yeah, let's do it. Um, we both read Vote Loki. Yes. The comic, which I don't know how it's going to tie into this, but both uh, the list that we were looking at, they all said Vote Loki. So I wonder if that's going to be in here somewhere. Well, for sure, because there are stills and there are footage in the trailer of, you know, Loki with the Vote Loki pin and he's in that suit like in the comics and he's with like a bunch of Vikings. So yeah. that is going to somehow, maybe those are the, that, um, that army that one of your listeners was talking about. <laughs> Loki's oh, yeah. getting a bunch of Vikings, which would be awesome, right? I mean, you know, oh, North mythology and stuff, Vikings in the North. Uh, but yeah, no, it was crazy. I, I wish, I, I texted this to you today. Uh, I wish I w- would have read that in 2016. Um, it's interesting, just the, the social commentary, because it's mm-hmm. not a comic action. There's no, It's just straight up social commentary. Which is cool. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that we can have comics where it's just not about bad guy and good guy and revenge. Yeah. And, you know, it's just like, hey, this is a character and he is manipulating um, our political system. And look how silly our political system looks like in America. So yeah. uh, I liked it. What did you think about it? I liked it, too. I liked that it was a moment in time and it ended and it was like, and that's the end. Yeah. Like, that was it. There's and then no it was like, Loki two. said, go vote. So go vote. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, go vote. So go vote. And but I like, but like you're saying, like the social commentary, the, the insinuations, insinuations of everything that was happening in America in 2016. Um, if you live here, or if you don't, just use your imagination. Um, you know what happened in 2016. It was awful. Um, and so we had to go through that. And so reading it, you're like, oh my god, yeah, because there's this girl that calls him out, and she's like, he's manipulating you. He's he's you say he says silly things, and you believe him because he'll lie to your face like really bringing up stuff that was really close to home for us um but i like but it was such a low-key way i don't know it was cool i i don't mind owning it i have it um digitally right now but i wouldn't mind to like have it it's like a moment in a low-key moment in time yeah for sure it was cool and i love how at the end of it the people start turning on loki because of his policies like he didn't have anything to say about um you know, healthcare or border patrol or all this stuff. It was just the other candidates are bad. And yeah. it's like, ooh, you know, because I feel like politically that's where we are. There's like, what what are actually the policies? It's just like really divisive right now, our nation. And it's more about that side versus this side. But what are we actually, what, what are the values there? What are you actually sticking to? Um, you know, because... Both sides have valid points. Both sides have points where it's like, oh, I don't know. So, uh, you know, with with Loki, it, it, vote Loki. It was just cool. It was cool. You don't see that often. And it's cool how, again, like I said, mythology, that is our mythology in 2021, 2016. And you see it. These characters are expressing who we are as a society right now. So mm-hmm. it was cool. But yeah, yeah, and it, yeah, it's cool because like comics, like even as an adult, it's like just having that character, that not that nonfiction character who's going through a similar struggle that you are. It's still as comforting as it is when you see it in movies and shit as a kid. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Like, oh, somebody's going through that too. We're you know <laughs> feeling the same way. So we're getting deep here, y'all. We're getting deep here. But um, anyway, Max. Yes. Uh, thank you so much. Hey, like it's I said, a blast. I, I didn't think. When you announced, you know, six months ago or whatever, that you weren't going to continue OCD, I was like, oh, I liked coming on here as a guest and, <laughs> you know, because now we have we have that, that two-way street now. You know, you come on Radio Retro and it's like circular now. So, uh, yeah. no, it's a blast. Always a blast, Tess. So, um, again, not a Loki, not a Thor guy. You know, I don't don't get crazy on my theories and stuff. I don't know much. No. <laughs> Hey, it's okay, man. That's what comics are for. I just want to be just, safe. Like, relax. Yes. Just be let, gentle. Let... <laughs> just be gentle with me. Just be nice, guys. <laughs> Come on. Let new comic readers and viewers be new comic readers and viewers. Leave us alone. So uh, let's all be kind to people. Be kind. Rewind. All right. And hey, follow yes. my friend Max. Max, where can they find you in cyberspace? Yeah, uh, I'm mostly just on Ready to Retro. So we have a podcast uh, just like all the other millions of people in this world. And uh, we have a nostalgic podcast, which, you know, 100,000 people have in this world. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's myself, my cousin Chris. And our buddy Chelsea, the Duchess of Horror, and every week we just talk about movies, TV shows, video games, whatever from the 80s and 90s. Uh, we're big Nickelodeon kids, so we've you know had people like Angelique Bates, who was on all that, be a a guest. We also had Justin Shankaro, who is the voice of um, Harold from Hey Arnold, and uh, <laughs> if you like Erie, Indiana, he was. 
uh, Simon. So we've done that. We, you know, pretty much every week we have a new guest. We have a lot of podcast uh, friends out there. And this is being released in June, right? So yeah. we are wrapping up our summer-themed movies. And if you like Heavyweights, we just did a review of that. And we had one of the kids from Heavyweights, who is a grown man now, uh, Max <laughs> Goldblatt. So he you know, shared about his experience on uh, Heavyweights and uh, what it was like for him to be on there. So, yeah, just check us out. I mean, we have fun. You know, it's it's a lot of goofiness, <laughs> and uh, we like the times where it was about N64, Surge, <laughs> Gushers, playing yeah. Pongs, you know, or I'm sorry, playing Pogs, and, uh, you know, all those good times. So, yeah, yeah join us at Ready to Retro. Yes, check them out, everybody. They're freaking awesome. We've, we've bonded as two podcasts and also friends because we all live, all four of us live in L.A. And we, we hang sometimes. Totally. Uh, and they're, they're, they're real great. I love y'all's show. I still listen every week. And every time, I think I text you, and I'm like, <laughs> I loved it. It was great. <laughs> and, and we met during the pandemic, which is awesome. So, you know, yeah. during a time where isolation and not being with friends, um, our friendship, you know, developed there, and it's cool. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. So it's cool. Yeah. It's cool how the the multi universe works, right? Hey, yes, Bring absolutely. Um, all right, everyone, go watch the if you're if you're listening to this on the Tuesday before the third episode of Loki on Disney Plus. Um, thank you so much. Uh, I'm curious if any of our predictions are, are correct. I know that we're gonna love it on that. I know that prediction's correct. But uh, yeah, watch Loki tomorrow, people. Watch the third episode. I'll be on I'll be on Instagram commenting about it and talking about the the amazing Tom Hiddlesticks and how dreamy he is in his pop collar. Um, but hey. You, what's that? What's that? You want to come see the conversation on on Instagram? <laughs> so glad you asked. Um, if you could just just go on over to Instagram and check out OCD Podcast. I'm always over there making commentary, being silly. Because guess what? OCD. The D stands for discussion. People. Uh, I want to talk to you about comics. I got questions too. I'm I'm curious. Okay. All right. So meet me on over there. If you want to follow my own nerdy adventures, you're more than welcome to. Today I went to Pride. Um, go over to Lady Mary Tess on Instagram as well. And all right, everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Ongoing Comic Book Discussion Podcast. Tune in next time. When is that time? I don't know, but it'll definitely be once a month. That's what I know. I don't know. I'm just having fun. Who hey, cares? that's a promise. That's a guarantee right there. You don't yes. know when, but it's going to happen. It's going to happen. <laughs> it, there's going to be another one. I got guests lined up. Like, people are coming on, guys. It's just, um, it's going to be an inconsistent schedule for a second because it's just kind of how my brain works. I'm trying to figure out where I want to put OCD, if I want it to be weekly, bi-weekly, once a month, or whenever the fudge I want um, because that's just how I roll. Yes, so be you. Be that's you. right. Be, be you. you. That's right. Hey, Love and everybody listen. Oh. <laughs> everybody out there, be you. Be kind. Rewind. Love y'all. Uh, hey, Max, you want to say bye? Uh, bye, everybody. <laughs> bye, everybody! <laughs> this is OCD, the bestest comic book discussion podcast. <laughs> Goodbye! <laughs>
Absolutely, guys. Hundred percent. What is it wrong is with you? way better. No, it's not. It's just dude. way better than. How am I even related to you? It's amazing. I mean, Endgame is Gu- not bad, guys, but guys, guys, uh, what, what Chelsea? Chelsea? We're running out of time for the commercial. Wait, wait, we're recording that right now? That's happening right now? Yes, right now. Oh, my gosh. Well, what do the people need to know? Well, they need to know where to find us. Well, they can find us on Spotify, iTunes, Anchor, all the regular stuff. And they can follow us on Instagram if they want to see, uh, you know, social media content. Yeah, at Ready to Retro. But they don't even know who we are. Well, I'm Max. And I'm Chris. And I'm Chelsea. And we're Ready to Retro. Are you...